Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. I mean, stop singer. Toss on off the first in time to get seven. Three run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad. And the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye, baseball. Straight away, center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the king, when the Mariners needed him the most, two hits over seven. Scoreless innings. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Well, welcome back to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for being here. Well, that certainly didn't go well. Game one of the series in Detroit. Mariners try and bounce back tonight. But it was, I mean, no other way looking at it, a brutal night. And not, not necessarily the box score. I mean, the Mariners took a beating, obviously, from the Tigers. But, I mean, teams get airmailed in baseball. That happens from time to time. You bounce back, you play the next day. Brutal night, though, because Felix Hernandez ends up with a shoulder issue. And then you lose Mitch Hanniger as well to an oblique. And two key players for the Mariners lost during the ball game. That's the part that's brutal. Uh, a loss... You never want to see a loss. You never want to see a loss like that. But to see those two guys go down makes last night very, very difficult. So we're going to get some sound coming up from the skipper. We'll hear from Mitch Hanniger as well, get his thoughts on Felix. At this point, we don't we don't know much. I mean, they'll get checked out, and we'll know more in the coming days. But uh, that's where we stand right now. Tigers beat the Mariners 19-9. to and for a game which featured 40 hits, I'm not going to play a ton of highlights from it. A couple, though. Nelson Cruz, he went yard in the ball game for the M's. The 1-1. Swinging a high fly ball out to center field towards left center. Collins looking, turning, and this is way gone over the hedges out towards left center field. That is destroyed by Nelson Cruz on a cold night into the wind. It's the Mariners' third home run tonight. The Mariners taking a BB gun to a battleship at this point. It's 16-5. to Ends up 19-9 to is the final score. A nine-run fifth inning for the Tigers made the difference. Segura hit a home run, and that was great to see. Back in the lineup, three for six, scores a couple of runs, drove in three runs in the ball game. So it's great to see him back and healthy. Unfortunately, the lineup at the top, how it was envisioned, lasted for two at-bats before Mitch Hanniger had to leave the ball game. And something is going on. Uh-oh. And we Hanniger have it first. We have Rick Griffin, Mariners head athletic trainer, and Scott Service walking over to talk with Mitch Hanniger. Hanniger is coming out of the game. Out of the ball game, Valencia would come in and he would hit a home run off the bench. Cruz had three hits. He's really been hot. He's averaged close to 300 now. But not a good night on the mound for the M's. Felix lasts just two innings, four earned runs. Heston came in, two innings, five. Marshall, two innings, seven. And the Tigers, without Cabrera, just continued to pile on the Mariners, and they went 19-9. to 24 hits for the Tigers, uh, close to a couple of all-time highs. The Mariners 
the most runs they've given up in a single ball game. 22. I don't know if you remember this game. It was a couple years ago. This one was also a Felix start. It was in Boston. It was the 15th of August. The Mariners lost 22 to 10 in a bizarre game. Felix against the Red Sox. He gave up 10 earned in two and a third innings. That was the game where Jackie Bradley just went crazy. He went five for six, seven ribbies and five runs scored. Now, what I think is interesting, the second most runs the Mariners have ever given up was also to the Tigers. This came in 1993, uh, April 17, 1993, also in Detroit. Tigers won 20-3. to The interesting part of this, the starter for the Mariners that day, Mike Hampton, who's on the Mariners staff right now, went two and two-thirds, lasted four uh and gave up four hits and four runs. The starter for the Tigers, Bill Kruger, Rome Bill Kruger. He went seven, gave up one earned run, and got plenty of run support along the way as the Tigers won that day. Cecil Fielder in the middle of that lineup, he had three hits, drove in a couple of runs. Rob Deere drove in three. Mickey Tentleton drove in four. That team packed a wallop. Tentleton and Deere both went deep in the ballgame. Alan Trammell was on that team as well. Tony Phillips, their leadoff guy. The Mariners that day, Buner in the middle of the lineup had a couple of hits. Dave Valley had a couple of hits as well as the Mariners lost to the Tigers 20-3. to Now, in terms of hits given up in a ball game, the most hits they've allowed was that same Boston game I just referenced, 26 hits. 24 ties for the second most. They gave up 24 against the Twins in 89, but that was an 11-inning ball game. And then in 2000 against the White Sox, they gave up 24 in a 19-3 loss in Comiskey Park. Jamie Moyer that day, tough day for one of the best pitchers in Mariners history. Three and two-thirds innings, 13 hits, 11 runs in that ball game. For the White Sox, what, Megler Ordonez had four hits. Paul Canerco had four hits. And Frank Thomas, the big hurt, drove in five in that ball game. Hit a couple of home runs, both of off Jamie Moyer. Jay Buhner, Edgar Martinez in that game as well for the Mariners. Buhner had a couple of hits. So it's happened before. It will happen again. But, again, the lasting one from this one, certainly the injury situation. Here was the skipper after the ball game talking about well, the loss and also those situations. It was a bad game. Yeah, um, you know, tough night to pitch, and uh, you know, just just not a not a whole lot to talk about on that one. About Hanniger, what's the? Yeah, um, you know, Hanniger is going to probably head back um, to Seattle um, see our doctors there. Um, has a side or a bleak issue um, that you know, obviously he grabbed him. We saw it right after he. You know, took the swing, fouled the ball back, and then he kind of got a base hit on the next pitch, and then you could tell right away that that was bothering him. To blow. Yeah, no doubt. He's off to a great start. Been probably our most consistent, our hottest hitter. Um, you know, feel bad for him, but, you know, um, we said this was going to be easy. Uh, we've uh, certainly made things a little bit tougher when you start losing losing key players. With Felix, was it an injury or was it just not having his stuff? Yeah, Felix um, had some, you know, tightness in the shoulder uh, when he went out for the second inning and, and really 
you know, it's kind of like a dead arm type situation. So uh, you know, I'm going to have him checked out uh, by doctors as well. So, you know, we'll know more in the coming days uh, on both those guys, but, you know, obviously disappointing. With Felix, is it the doctors back in Seattle that he'll need to see? Yeah, doctors yeah, here? yeah. No, doctor, uh, our team doctor back in Seattle will take a look at him. So he's flying back with Hannah? Yes. Quite an encouraging sound would be the way Segura played coming off the field. Yeah, Gene swung the bat well. Um, you know, it was a, it wasn't a good night to pitch. Obviously, um, you know, we struggled, and you know, we had some good at bats. You know, uh, but yeah, disappointing game, just a bad game. Scott, how, how concerned are you with the field, shoulder issue with Felix? Well, anytime, you know, a, <laughs> you know, he just didn't have much tonight, and, and um, you know, there was some. It's like dead arm as much as anything. I don't think, you know, pain or anything like that. It's just, you know, nothing's coming out and just didn't feel good. So anytime it's a pitcher in the shoulder, you know, you're concerned, uh, no doubt. And he's a horse, he's our guy, and, you know, we're going to need him. But, you know, hopefully he's okay. So that was the skipper talking about those situations. Mitch Hanniger spoke after the game as well about his situation specifically. Unfortunate. Um, felt the crowd on my side. Um, set the first swing in that at bat, my second at bat, and then uh, just running down the line is bugging me. So I'm um, just kind of going to reevaluate it tomorrow and see kind of what the plan is. Yeah. Which, which side? Right side. Right side. You feel it all before that or just on that swing? Um, it's been tender the last couple of days. Um, but, I mean, honestly, with how much, how, how grueling this game is, you're kind of always battling something. You know, and I, it's <laughs> disappointing. I just wish I could uh, there was nothing really I took all the precautionary steps as far as making sure I was really loose treating it um, just trying to make sure you know nothing, things didn't get worse and unfortunately it did so hopefully um, it's just a quick return and it's not too big of a setback have you ever dealt with something like this before? no never yeah just grabbed on my side and never had a history with this so that's kind of disappointing usually um I don't have issues as far as soft tissue stuff goes. So hopefully it's um, quick recovery and get back out there soon. You're going back to Seattle and get it checked out? So. I'm not sure yet. I don't know what the plan is, yeah. Are you preparing mentally for the fact that it could be a DL situation? Um, I, I really don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see for tomorrow. I think um, the day after guys feel this type of injury is the biggest teller, you know, the next day, the first kind of 24 hours. So tomorrow I think I'll, we'll have a better idea of what the plan is and um, I'll have a better idea of kind of how we're going to approach the, the next few days. Is it sort of, is it maybe typical of the way the season has started that the day you get Segura back a couple of days later, you have to leave with him? Yeah, I mean, it's, an, it's bad luck and unfortunate, like I said. So, you know, hopefully this isn't... Um, doesn't take too long, and hopefully we have our full lineup back in there as soon as possible. Yeah, I mean that's uh, at this point all we can do is wait and hope, and we'll see in the in the coming days what both players are looking at. Robinson Cano spoke after the game too about the situation. You also play the game; doesn't really matter when you when you got two guys, you know, out of the game. We're honey, the best hitter the whole year. Then you number one started, so I mean those those are the things that I'm you know guys that you don't want to lose. So you know by the time he, he we know we lose again they beat us and uh, but you think about your teammates. I mean you lose two guys and that makes it even harder. We saw you put runs up, but did that have an impact? 
Well, I mean, the, the only the only good thing that I see that the guys never give up. I mean, we just wanna you, you wanna keep fighting. That's what you wanna see. I mean, that's how you know closest game. You know, a lot of things can change and happen. And uh, like I said, I mean, right now you're not you're not you're not thinking about the game. You're thinking about that um, things will get worse or hope everything is not that bad with Felix and Honiger. Or do you feel snake bit? I mean, Segura, the day he comes back, Hanniger gets hurt, Felix gets hurt, Smiley's out. You guys have just dealt with a lot of stuff already. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've been dealing with that the past few seasons, but um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a game. So he's got to keep battling what we have here. Like I said, I hope it's nothing better. I mean, Felix's been a horse for a long time. It's a lot of that. unusual to see him. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's our ace. I mean, it's hard to see that happen, and uh, you never want to see that. Not, not, not even your ace, anyone in here. But uh, lost to your best player in the team, I mean, it's, it's, it makes it hard. If you have to pick up, I mean, you've still got, even with Hanniger down, you look up and down this lineup, you've got guys that can score runs. Yeah, I mean, we got guys. But, I mean, even even if you don't have guys, it's, it's part of the game. You just have to go out there and, and be able to play it every day and, you know, they're trying to keep us in the race until they, they, they get back. And last, last thing you can do is hang your head and thinking about what happened. So you just got to keep fighting. Hope the guys are coming help us win games. Knowing Felix as well as you do, Rob, what was your first sign tonight that maybe he wasn't feeling good physically? Well, I, I mean, I, I didn't see anything until, you know, last last inning that I see him moving his arm. I was like, oh, I look swear. But, um, you know, like I said, I hope it's nothing bad. And if he gets an MRI, I hope it come, you know, negatively just like a little inflammation, whatever. It's something not really bad. What about your finger on it, Robbie? Why, why this team has been so inconsistent day-to-day this year? I, I, I would say, I mean, you know, when we really go, we have both. We have pitching, we got offense. And I would say anything in the big is need to have that. So, you know, it's hard to see because we've been playing really good, and uh, you know, one day we hit, one day we don't pitch, one day we pitch, one day we don't hit. I mean, just getting the feeling that pitch or some of the guys even packs, and it was like only we scored two runs. And, but I mean, it's part of the game. It's early in the game. I think we got a, we got a chance, and we just got to keep fighting, grinding every single day. So that's where the Mariners are at right now. Not the way they wanted to start this series in Detroit. So. Down one zip in this series, and now the bullpen, obviously a lot of work yesterday. We'll see about any moves made today. James Paxton will get the call today against the Tigers, 4-10 first pitch. Daniel Norris will go for the Tigers. Norris this year, 1-1 one one with a 3.71 ERA. Got off to a great start. His first start against the Red Sox uh, went six and a third, allowed three earned runs, and then at Cleveland, his next start blanked the Indians for six innings on just two hits. He did walk four in the game, but he fanned five. Last time out against Tampa Bay, couldn't make it out of the fifth in an eight to one loss. Went four and two thirds, eight hits, four earned. Walked a couple in that ball game. Nine walks so far in three starts. Eleven strikeouts in three starts. So not a great. Strikeout to walk ratio. Uh, we'll see if the Mariners can get to the lefty coming up uh, today. James Paxton, who has been outstanding in this month, 2-0 with a 1.78 ERA. Paxton, four starts in those four starts. 
Last time against the A's, the the only start where he's given up runs is first three without runs, six innings at Houston, no runs, seven his next start against Houston at home, no runs, eight against the Rangers on two hits. After that, nine punch-outs. He was just getting better and better and better through the first three. And then last time out against the A's in a 9-6 to loss, lasted four and a third, nine hits, and five earned runs, and took the loss there. So he'll try and bounce back, and, boy, it'd be huge for the Mariners if they could get some innings from Paxton with a bullpen beat up, and Mariners could really use this one to try and even up the series and go for a series win with quick turnaround coming up on Thursday, day baseball on Thursday with Iwakuma on the mound. There will be no podcast coming up on Thursday. They play at 10 a.m., so no podcast. And then Friday, there should be. I'm doing some travel on Thursday, but I should be able to make it happen and have one up for Friday. So that's kind of the layout for the rest of the week. Mariners will be in Cleveland over the weekend. But first things first, they will try and bounce back from what was a very, very tough night in Detroit. Right now, we're going to hand it over to Shannon Dreher, who had a chance to catch up with Daniel Vogelback. New face, we know him, but it's a good face to see up with the club right now, Daniel Vogelback. And Daniel, we talked with you in spring training, and you said that there were some things that you knew that you needed to work on, and you know that sometimes you're a little bit slow to get going. You wish it wasn't that way, and it looks like, from what we saw down in Tacoma, you found what you were looking for. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, and the goal out of spring training was to make the team, and, you know, that didn't happen. I didn't perform the way that I needed to perform to, um, you know, make the team. And, um, you know, going down to Tacoma, I just... Uh, you know, I was going to continue to work on the things I needed to work on. And, um, you know, just because I'm here doesn't mean that I'm going to stop doing that. I need to obviously still improve on things, and I need to continue to get better and just got to continue to work on those things and not uh, not get complacent with things. The routine here is pretty good. We just saw you come out of the batting cage, and you've got your hitting coaches. you got your you know, big league veterans here. You've got everything that's available in the video and whatnot. How different is that going from one to the other? I mean, it's obviously a lot different, um, but I think that, you know, the main thing is to keep it the same, and that's, uh, you know, you got your routine, and, you know, when you come to the park, you know what you've been doing for a while, and that's just uh, stick to it, and, uh, you know, go play the game that uh, you've played your whole life. So in the game, and uh, you had your at-bats, you, you saw your pitches, you got your hit, you got your, your walk uh, approach right now. Where, where is it? Um, you know, trying to keep it right where it always is. Just, uh, you know, use the whole field, take what the pitcher gives me. And uh, when I get to two strikes, battle until, uh, you know, he makes a mistake and I can uh, put a barrel on it. Who kind of helped you out with that battle part? Um, you know, going down to, you know, AAA, you know, Bergy and I talked just about things. And, you know, it's just always sticking to my approach and never changing. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm going to get beat. And when I get beat, you just got to tip your cap and move on. But it's not a question in your approach. It's just, you know, sometimes tipping your cap to the pitcher, I'm making a good pitch. When did you find that approach, and how nice is that to have them go, you know what, good approach, go ahead, stay with that. You, you know there'll be ups and downs. Um, I kind of, you know, in high school I really developed the, just the, I don't like to strike out. I like to put the ball in play. And, uh, you know, I like to be picky because, you know, I don't want to just hit their pitch. And sometimes it hurts me because, you know, they make three good pitches and it's hard to, you know, battle, especially up here when you got the best pitchers in the world. But, uh, you know, just continuing to use the whole field and, you know, not guessing and just seeing the ball and reacting and uh, just going up there and relaxing and having fun. And all that said, you hit a grand slam last week. What was that like, a big situation in the game for the Rainiers? 
Yeah, it was good. You know, we were losing, and, um, you know, I was just trying to go up there and put a good swing on the ball and, um, you know, help the team win, and I was able to elevate the ball out. And we, uh, you know, it was a tough game because, you know, their pitcher threw the ball really well that night, but uh, we battled, and we uh, were able to come out with a win. Watching you in Oakland the other day, I don't know if you do this all the time, I'd never noticed it, but you ran out to first base, and beautiful day, sun was shining, and do you have a little routine when you first run out on the field? Yeah, I mean, I, um, you know, I got a little routine that I do before I hit and before I play, you know, just... No, just always reminding myself that, um, you know, how, how blessed I am and how thankful I am to be able to play the game that I love for a living and, um, you know, just to be able to have fun with it and not overthink things and, you know, realize there's more to life than baseball and I can just come out and have fun and uh, with no pressure and just play the game. It was kind of neat. I don't know if you do this all the time, but you got the line, you got the dirt in front of you, and you, and you looked upstairs too. Mm-hmm. Well, well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, just always remembering, you know, why I'm here and, you know, uh, how blessed I am and that God's put me in this situation and give me the opportunities that he gives me. And, um, you know, I just couldn't be more thankful. Now you could see that all the way up in the 300th level yesterday. It was fun, or two days ago. It was fun to see. Daniel, thank you. Good to see you again. Thank you.